That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is Hey y'all, it's Lace. Hey, it's also Catherine, and you're listening to a catch-up episode <laughs> of Cheaties podcast. podcast. You know, Catherine, people with good podcasts, what they do is they have like a recorded intro that plays at the beginning, like when I listen to The Office Ladies, and it's like, we're so-and-so-and-so-and-so from The Office, you know us, every week we break down, blah, 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 and what we do is... We start and have some sort of a seizure uh, every week, and we can't remember the right things to say. We like to start off on the bottom, so anything mm. else we say can mm-hmm. only get better, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that no, we, what you... We have an intro. We, ha- we have... Uh, that's Matt White, you ask. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yes, for those of you who haven't been listening since the beginning... There, we had that amazing revelation that after what was it, thirty or so episodes in, mm-hmm. your boyfriend Hot Tub thought that we were saying <laughs> that the intro said that's Matt White, you ask, instead Not, of that's my wife, my you wife, asshole. That's my that's Matt White, you ask. Well, how does a brain? And I didn't like, realize we ju- we were cuddled up on the couch one night, not to brag, watching, what was that well, movie? You, you'd have to be cuddled up on the couch because that's the only furniture that you own. We just got a new couch last night. Shout out oh. to Loganville, Georgia. What? Um, an hour and a half away. We rented a Home Depot truck. Shout out to Home Depot. Brought us home. All not sponsors. Both Home Depot nor the city of Loganville sponsor our podcast yet. Uh, we we found this beautiful sectional white cloth uh, um, ca- sofa off uh-huh. of Facebook Marketplace. Fantastic! Uh, hot tub messaged the woman trying to haggle with her. She was like, "Nope, full price." So he said, "I'll do full price." She said, uh, "Well, we already have somebody coming to look at it." So he said, "I'll go fifty over. We'll come pick it up tomorrow." She's like, "Let me ask my husband." So we went. So we drove, we got a trailer, we got stuck in traffic. We drove an hour and a half to Loganville, Georgia, because we had to get this couch. Again, beautiful, white sectional, cloth, loved it. So we mm-hmm. brought home um, this kind of gray, <laughs> fake plastic <laughs> couch. It's weird how it transitions. From, in the drive, I think. Yeah, in it, the, it ha- in the mm-hmm. I heard I've heard of that happening, like from the time you see it online to the time you mm. get it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's some sort of alchemy. Like I think it's it's chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's weird too. I've never heard of this, but have you ever heard of uh, not not disappearing stains, but stains that re that appear later, like an hour oh, after magically you've seen appear. it? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. we got home and we were like, we didn't know this was a patterned couch. Mm. So and it's mm. just on some of the cushions. Uh there's a there's a weird abstract art where it's just like a it's like a gray blob. So number one question, uh, did you not look at it when you got to Loganville? 
Nope. No. That's what they do. They they don't offer shipping, mm. and they make sure you have to drive over an hour mm-hmm. to get there. So by the time you get there, you're exhausted. You don't give a shit. You're like, mm. throw it in the back. Let's go. Mm. I'm hungry. They make sure uh, there's a back and forth enough for you and your partner to get into a fight, so you're really sure. over it. Sure, so you're extra by the over time it. you get it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So by the time you get it, you're just like, throw it in there. Let's go. Well, it's all part of the plan. I mm-hmm. get it. It's how you you, you got to move. You got to move merch, man. You got you got to get you that gotta, merchandise out. You got to move merch. Yeah, and they you adopted these two kids, or they hired them. So so when we picked them up, they were she was wearing she was holding a baby on her hip, and I was like, that's not your baby. <laughs> so, but they do it. They do it so you can't look at her in the eyes when she's going. I got a new couch in here, and I I didn't have anywhere to put the baby. So we so we yeah. have to get this couch out so I can uh, fit a crib in my house. This can, I didn't have a crib for the baby. We had to take this couch out or whatever. She gives you a soft yeah. story so yeah. that you, you have to take the couch then. Mm, I got it. And so mm. once again, uh, when you got there, it, no one out of the two of you laid eyes or hands onto this couch to just double check. Because clearly you've never heard of buying things online from people. And when you get there, it sometimes uh, it is not as it seems on the internet. You have the no. right to get there, look at it, and say, "Oh, they told no, me thank that you. about yeah." They told me that about boys, not mm-hmm. about couches. Mm, yeah, it's very important with couches. They can have smells, stains, uh-huh. scratches, all sorts, and, and it as has all well of them as as males too. It's the same. Yes, as guys. and males, same thing as guys. Yeah, that's a very. Mm-hmm. These are good points. These are hopefully to the listeners they've learned. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so I think what we'll do is just kind of ignore it for two to three years. Oh, talk about every okay. day how we should get a new one. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And then just apologize to all of our guests when they come over. Yeah. Or ready? Hear me out. Okay blankets boom yeah throw some blankets on it the whole some, couch the whole couch just some get make it art you know get yeah. get a, get, a, get a bunch of the the mexican blankets they're really cool mm-hmm. really in really boho up y'all why don't i why don't home. i just why don't i just say that we we adopted this couch we rescued it you did it's a rescue couch it's a rescue i like that yeah okay. rescue couch okay mm-hmm. i like it good Good. Yeah. Let's do that. So, um, I just, it's so, been loved and it needed a forever home. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somebody gave it up and it had, it was going to get shot if we yeah, didn't it was, take it. It was going to get put down. It was going to, yeah. I hate to, I hate to hear about couches getting put down. I do so too. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. And I'm the, glad that yeah, y'all brought it there. Gotta start. Hey, well, here's a good chopping thing. Chopping off their, here's <laughs> their, their little, they're little sofa balls. Yeah, we can't keep, ha- have these sofas keep reproducing. Yeah. yeah, it's like how mattresses when you tear off the label. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've gone mm-hmm. too far. We really at, have. At so, what point? That was your yesterday. Got it. Mm-hmm. New, new old couch. Great. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to come over. But see, now I won't be, I won't be stressed about drinking wine on your couch. Yeah, yeah. Just add to it. Add to. The I'll art. add to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's another. We, I used to have a list of things. If this podcast ever made money, mm-hmm, if this podcast mm-hmm. ever made enough money that we could it have won't. just spend whatever we wanted to money, I would have somebody we hired 
to just sit there with an air horn. And when a riff went too far, mm-hmm. they'd just go, mm. I like that. I like that. Are you going to do it? Also, who's going to be able to decide? Who would we trust enough to be able to decide when the riff is over? That's what we need a third party. But see, who are they to decide? You know? Catherine, only you and I know when a riff has gone too long. Well, well, you start talking about neutering a couch. No, that's good. That, That was the whole point. You work through everything else about the couch to get to the point where we bring up the fact that couches need to stop humping each other. Humping each other. Yeah, that because that's... I feel like it came full circle. And, and, and bring about a little love seat. Mm, that's how love seats are made. A lot of people don't know this, but when a daddy couch and a mommy couch love each other, they get together. This is why you don't stop. <laughs> this is why you keep the riff going. See, and a lot of people don't know this either, Catherine, but that's how recliners come about oh, because a couch yeah. gets too old and it gets tired and it breaks apart and it's like I just need to lay down for a minute mm-hmm. leave me alone and it and it breaks off and it becomes a grandpa and a grandma couch and so yeah. grandpa and grandma couches turn into recliners turn into recliners because then they're and like we've been together too long we were a couch forever yeah I'm sick of being next to you if you touch me one more time mm-hmm. I swear to god Right. And then yeah. they break apart and they become recliners and they're like, we're, we're ready to retire. We're yeah. done. We're only yeah. here for naps. We don't want any cuddling. We want to be left alone. And that's and what that, happens. And, the, and like grandparents, mm-hmm. uh, that, that recliner and that grandma couch get passed down to the next kids. A hundred percent. Because nobody really wants to deal with them. Nope. So nope. so they just go to different family members' homes That's right. throughout the ages, yeah. and nobody like everybody's just kind of pa- trying to pass them off to the next person. Yep. And this is the sequel to the little toaster. It's called the little sofa. That's right. And uh, fun fact: no one's ever purchased a recliner. <laughs> <laughs> you go just... into Haverty's right now. Can't find one. You you won't see a recliner. You'll you see won't some see a recliner. Rich Bougie-ass couches. Yep, you'll see a bunch of couches, a bunch that, of babies. You think that they're the shit. Uh-huh, But uh-huh. you, Yeah, sure, you'll see a love seat in there. Yeah. But you won't yeah. see a recliner. You're not going to see a recliner. Because yeah, those just you, happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and you look at that $4,000 Haverty's American Signature Furniture Sofa, and you'll look and you'll go, sure, you think you're the shit now, but one day you'll be a recliner that somebody yeah. can't wait to get to their niece That's in right. college. That's right. And you know what an accent chair is? An accent chair is a single female um, piece of furniture who has decided not to reproduce. An auntie. An auntie. She's an auntie. And she's like, leave me alone. I'm just pretty over here in the corner. I'm not even for sitting on at all. I am here uh, just to accent the room and yeah. i'm gonna sit under this cool funky lamp you have uh-huh and they're, don't they're usually me. from italy because they're well traveled they're from that's right they've made yeah. it all over the world they are made uh-huh. of fine leathers they have tassels usually they yeah a, fa- a fancy fa- a fancy wood little, leg little little claws at the end of the arms yes yeah. yes that's right she's the auntie who's like i'm not having 
any baby mm-hmm. love seats. Uh, I'm good. I'll mm-hmm. just, you know, hook up with a dining chair anytime I feel like it. Yeah. I might make a counter stool if I, if I want to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad this, we didn't stop yeah. the riff. I'm really glad. See the riff. See if we would have had a riff going. master, uh, a riff, a riff sheriff, a share yeah. riff, a share riff. That's really good. <laughs> I know. See, if you stop the riff, how the fuck will you ever get to Sheriff? How would you, you right. How would you ever get there? <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. I that's think that's good. the episode. That's I think that's it. that's it. We had a few oh, other guys. things to talk about. Um, keep keep liking, liking, and subscribing. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Oh, our next episode next week is great. We talked to uh, a love seat. A love who, seat. Whose mommy and daddy couches. Who, yeah, who thought his mother was a sofa, mm-hmm. but found out she'd been a futon the whole time. Oh, shit. Tune in next week to hear yeah. fu- fun time or futon. <laughs> It would be puts the fun in futon. No way. Yeah. There's no fun in futon. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Futon of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's the that's that's the pun title I would come up with. Hey, speaking I'm of just, titles, I'm texting Hot Tub because I just need him to take my veggies out for five minutes. We're being recorded. That's why I have to let everybody know now. Oh yeah. Okay. So. Welcome to the podcast. You're listening to a catch-up episode of Cheaties. This is the part of the week where Catherine and I just shoot the shit because you know what? In interviews with people who've been cheated on or cheated and we're all learning and growing together and and all of that, there's no time for us to riff about futons and Mm -hmm. love seats. So this is what this episode is for every week. And Catherine, this is the first one that we are also filming a video image of to yeah. put on our long talked about, long threatened Patreon account. Just so we can prove that this genius came from us originally. Right. And sure. it's not like we just, we just dubbed over some, some uh, like mm-hmm. that, that riff. That was us. That was us. It was a all genius. Us. That was us. Yeah. There's no team of writers. There's no intelligence behind any of it. No. No, Not at all. a lot of people believe it. Nobody mm-hmm. doesn't believe that it was us. They're like, no, we get mm-hmm. that you would you would have said that. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, but it's so smart. Like you're like, how did you come up with it? And they're like, well. Yeah. And I would also like to say, if you are watching this, Lay said that she was gonna put on a lot of makeup. Um I'm not sure. There is a blower to. situation happening outside of my kitchen it's door. Not bad. Oh, okay. It's not bad on your end. Okay. No. On my end, it literally sounds like I'm in the eye of a hurricane. <laughs> So. No. <laughs> okay. It's huh? when I look into your eyes. Oh. Hey, oh uh, little... I didn't say that I wasn't going to put on a lot of makeup. I said I am going to go put on makeup. I did not well, say a little or a lot. Well, I Sure. Fine. Lace. No, you've contoured. Okay? There's some shadowing on your and there's some highlighting on your face. I'm not going to put on makeup cuz cuz I knew that one day I wouldn't want to put on makeup and I'd like to just start from the bottom, from the right. get-go. 
as we do with the podcast. I also have a plumping lip gloss on that I just bought. What do you think? I saw it. I saw it at Target. Waste of money. Waste of money? Because my lips are already too big and juicy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they can always get a little bit bigger. No. Would you buy that? Is that Smuckers? Did you buy that at Icing? No. So there is a new brand of makeup that's at Target. It's a London-based company. It's called Revolution. It's right near, it's right on the other side of- You pronounced Revlon wrong. Right. So I literally stared at it because I was like, is this Revlon's new shit? Are they trying to like be cool now and try to get the youth involved? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I looked and no, there was still a Revlon section over there. And then there's this new revolution. I was reading it. It's from London, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, they've got all this cool fancy stuff. And this was their plumping lip gloss. And they had a bunch of other fun stuff. I bought a freaking like a uh, giant, like a lotion size bottle of this body glow that's uh that's all shiny and shimmery and and bronzy and you can put it on put on your legs if you're wearing like shorts and stuff i'm so excited so bought that i'll try that out let you know how it goes uh but yeah we are recording this so if you're listening to this you are listening to the audio version but we will be putting the the video version of this on our patreon and that's where it will be available yeah i just i've i've lip plumped before again Mm -hmm. these are natural Lip plumping is just giving yourself a small allergic reaction. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It like yeah. stings. It hurts, but it's fun it's, afterward. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And then you, oh. and then you're like, look, I look, look at, look at, look how painful. Look how much pain. Look how much in pain I look right now. And everyone goes, mm, I love it. How did I? How can I get some? I'm gonna be honest. Uh, least amount of pain that I put myself through for any sort of. Uh, body face enhancement the botox that i get every now and then when i remember to right here that shit hurts and you hear it crunching when it goes into your skin like a needle going through captain crunch yeah i could live without that yeah when you hear it go Uh yeah that hurts microblading when the numbing cream wears off that shit hurts you can feel her scraping we were were supposed to die at 35 right humans now it's supposed to live this long yeah, now it's just a death becomes her situation where it's just gotta you just gotta maintain this dying mm-hmm. shell for yeah. the rest of my life. That's that's what I'm dealing with over here. Uh, okay, waxing, huge not news. fun. Lip plumping, fun. Okay, oh. go ahead. Huge news. What's the news? Uh, um, hair removal. Yes. Lasering. That shit hurts. Yeah. Um, speaking of of uh, trials and tribulations of being a woman. Mm-hmm. Big news day. Mm. Uh, Your vagina doesn't itch today? Actually, yes, that is true. Okay. I think it's because I've been busy. So the busier I am, the less I think about itching it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. But another woman with a vagina, Mm -hmm. Britney Spears, (gasps) yesterday, uh, she spoke to a court about her conservative Con- how do you say it? Conservatorship. 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 Yeah. yeah. So to catch everyone up, uh, not that we are E! True Hollywood Entertainment or whatever, we she was put in a conservatorship in 2008 when she had that really public breakdown. And that means that her dad and then eventually someone else have been in control of all of her money, which is like, she's worth like $60 million. $60 million. This is the craziest yeah. thing. If y'all haven't heard like 
if you haven't heard of any, there's snippets of what she said in the court. I think she talked for like 23 minutes, uh, but there's a little snippet she said to the judge and, and addressing the court throughout it. This is the wildest thing I think about all of it. Uh, is she speaks so blatantly and honestly, and it contradicts everything she said before in social media. She's like, I am miserable. I am not happy. I can't, uh, I I want my boyfriend to drive. I want my boyfriend. She's, she even to be able to drive me in a car, drive me. She blatantly says that she's not allowed to take the IUD out of her body. That's if insane. she ever wanted to have a child. Mm-hmm. But- I think that part upset me. That part and the the forced uh, medical, like the the drugs. forced drugs. Well, so I'm like upset me more than anything else. Yeah, but but I'm so this I'm like wh- wh- why why was she why go on social media though and say the opposite because she didn't know that she couldn't. Or she didn't know that she could. She didn't know she could tell the truth. I think also, she, if I understand correctly, everything that I heard and, and read yesterday about her deposition or her, I don't know what to call it. I guess the closest thing would be a deposition was that she wasn't even aware. Didn't she say something in there of like, she wasn't even a hundred percent aware of, of what she could and couldn't do and that, or that she could even fight it back. Didn't she say yeah, that? That's, she I, said she sure. didn't even know. She didn't even know that she could go to court and fight for it. And so I think once she realized that, then she was like, oh, shit, I can say what I want to say. I think she had, I think it took the, well, obviously the constant, you know, the free Britney movement and people constantly saying something. I mean, how can she ignore that over and over? And then it took that documentary coming out and then people coming out of the woodwork, probably important people coming to her going with legal advice and help. with legal advice and help psychological and that. advice and help mm-hmm. this is the, this is the thing that blows my mind that a court could allow this to happen is that a conspicuous ship <laughs> is supposed to help oversee somebody that mm-hmm. has that is mentally unstable it, that's incapacitated to the, incapacitated mm-hmm. to the point that they cannot make appropriate decisions for them, almost like their mind and their body isn't functioning. So, mm-hmm. so, so that's, you know, that that's, that's the like layman's way of explaining it in my way. Her father w- was, had a conservative over her, <laughs> supposed to be, oh, supposed to be so over somebody that's capacitated, incapacitated. Uh-huh. While he forced her to work, so she she's of sound and body right. So she's to not, not only yeah, just work, but right. but perform to tour, to tour, to be a judge on a show, which on you a have show. to speak on and give your opinion and yeah. present in front of the entire world on right. a television show. On top of all of that, she's functioning at such a high level that she can perform at that level, but she's incapacitated enough that somebody has to control her mm-hmm. on top of all of that, that same person that is above above every decision she makes on top of that he controls her money and so why i don't understand that's like a uh what what's the conflicting interest or what is it when somebody like removes themselves from a case because they know somebody in the case conflict personally? conflict of interest of interest is that it yes you if you're controlling her money, if you have control over her money, you should not have control over 
her her day-to-day actions because no. of course she wouldn't want her to have a kid because if she's pregnant she can't perform every night on a Vegas Vegas residency exactly that's exactly insane exactly that, you should that, never you why you why the, any court would you ever hit the nail on the happen. head yeah for like why the court would be on the dad's side when yeah he's one he's thing. benefiting off of her mm-hmm. if she makes money but he also yeah. has control over the medicine that she makes the 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 medicine the jobs she, takes. That she yeah. takes the gig she takes yeah yeah uh tr- her her flat-out freedom if she's allowed to go anywhere if she's allowed to travel anywhere like who she can be around yeah. that and and yet he of course he's going to make decisions that benefit him financially sure that's Absurd. Well, see, and I heard a bunch of people bring up stuff like, well, it's not like he's living off her money. It's not like he's living on yachts and has p- private jets and all this stuff. Like he apparently lives in like an RV or something or a trailer. Uh, that I don't know 100% about, but that's that's some stuff I saw poking around on Twitter. And uh, But the point is, is despite all of that, I don't give a shit what her dad's doing or not doing. But yeah if you're not of sound mind and body you should not be on tour you should be you should be being taken care of with in in in-home care right like she but everything else about her life says she's kind of gotten it together she had a bout of course she had a breakdown she had a bout of of borderline insane actions if you want to call it that or whatever but it's just a meltdown it's just a breakdown She's everyone, a Disney child. She was under the microscope everyone, of the world since she was a uh, preteen. Yeah. No matter what you do for a living, you're, everyone is entitled to a breakdown or a meltdown at some point. And Once a day. That's, that's, exactly. So what? And of course hers was public. Of course it was scary. Like, look what she's freaking been through. Look what she has been forced to do. She has literally just been a product since she was a child. And now she is a grown-ass woman. I cannot believe this has been going on so long. I don't think it really hit me that all that was back in uh, 08 and that it's been 13 years of this. It's nuts. It just is, it's, and especially a California court too, which you would think right. is is a very. Uh, well, she didn't fight for herself. Because, yeah. You hear it. She couldn't fight for herself at the time. And then ever since then, she has been, It's it's like. Not necessarily Stockholm syndrome, but it's it's similar to Stockholm syndrome, I guess. Is like, I, I don't. Can you force somebody to take drugs though? Could like, what if she just didn't take them? Well, that's the thing. Is like, who's making the? I don't know. And I also feel like she didn't understand her reach. Like she didn't understand what she did have control to fight back on, and all of that. Which knowing all of that now, now that makes me really, really sad. I didn't know all the details of this. I got to be honest. I know we like. Yeah. We made some comments about Brittany like early on in the podcast when we were joking around and stuff, but like I don't, I never really, I just thought it was people who were big fans of Brittany who were just a little bit too involved in her life and everybody's like, free Brittany. And I'm like, I think Brittany Spears is fine. She lives in a freaking mansion. She's doing all right. She's on tour constantly. She's okay. I, I, I don't, I did not, not think, I did not understand the full, um, whatever I, I didn't know the scope like i didn't understand yeah everything and i definitely yeah. and i think a lot of the world figured out the detailed details yesterday like the i barely IUD understood yeah the iud is... thing i think that 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 that's that's it that that's beyond the tipping point for me i was like yeah that's when you're me? just straight up not even allowing a woman 
to 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 not do things with her body that she has every right to, but f- forcing a woman yeah, to, that's to very, put an IUD in her body uh-huh. and not allowing her to take it out. Yeah, is uh, that's next level up. insanity. Yeah, when they're controlling her. Well, this is like what you're saying about her meds and stuff. The types of meds that she's on, you can't just stop cold turkey. She mm. would have to be weaned off those type of meds. And if these conservators are in charge of her every doctor's appointment, do you think she's alone in her doctor's appointment? No. Because of her conservatorship, I guarantee you that the doctor has to either talk to the people who control her before she goes in about the appointment or right after, they probably have to like, they have to approve or deny things first. And then, and then she's allowed. So even if she wanted to come off, I'm sure they're like, well, your conservators say you're not coming off of it. And it's extremely dangerous if you do this by yourself. Mm-hmm. So why would she? And if she goes into the doctor, they're controlling her doctor's appointments. So if she wanted to go to the gyno and get her IUD removed, they're going to probably talk to those people first. The doctor is. They're going to go through them first and then and then Mm-mm. through her. They don't go through her first. That's insanity. I can't. I can't. I can't. Not so. Very stressful. So for those of you who are like completely in the dark right now and you're like, we have a life and we have not been all over Twitter and Instagram the past 24 hours listening to all this, please, please, please go check it out. Go find, even if you don't find the, if you don't have time to listen to the full 23 minute uh, deposition that she gave, if you go. Online, you can read the LA Times, the or not LA Times, maybe them too. I don't know, but the New York Times, the the Rolling Stone magazine. I mean, mm-hmm. I read so many different articles yesterday to see if there's anything new. But uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's very, very sad, and we gotta we gotta protect um, we gotta protect this girl. She's not a girl. She's a grown ass woman. She's about to turn forty. And She's uh, not this a girl. Bullshit. She is yet a woman. She is now yet a woman. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, that's wild. I don't, I don't like any of that at all. It's so abusive and so scary. And I'm so glad somebody talked sense into her and told her, Hey girl, you can come out and say something. You don't have it to keep covering cool. it up. It was like, it wasn't cool. I mean, it was cool to see somebody who you'd always seen social media posts be like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And here's everything's 18 good. emojis and I'm doing this dance and, and just ignoring everything. In your head, you're in your head. You're like, I want to be happy for you, but everybody had a voice in their head that was like, I feel like something's off and I, mm-hmm. I'm a little worried for you. And it just felt good mm-hmm. to see her finally yes. come out and not be afraid. Because even in yeah. back, like when you watch the documentaries of her, like even back in the day when she um, would do do- interviews with Diane Walters, Diane Sawyer, and Barbara, Barbara Walters, Walters, Diane and Sawyer. And you know Diane Walters. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, Sandra, Sandra Roberts and Sandra and Roberts, Julia, Julia Bullock <laughs> and Julia Bullock. Uh, even when she would do interviews with them, like she, it still was like she was trying to smile and be like, everything uh-huh. is okay. And yeah, sometimes it's sad, but I'm fine. And it, yeah, but it's even. I feel like it's the same point when we interview women and like, or I mean, usually when interviewing women, sometimes, yeah. sometimes men, but they're going, they're in a relationship with somebody and. It's just red flag and they're being treated like shit and they keep coming back and they're fine. You're like, God, just like, why won't you, when are you going to snap out of it? And it was like, it's like that moment. Yes. That's and what this like whole that thing for is. Her when she and finally I, came out and she was like, I'm done. And the, when she said, mm-hmm. I want to be able to sue my family. I was like, yep, that's yeah. it. 
I love it. It's, it it's is. Nasty. It's it's very it's very satisfying. I hope it's very satisfying for her, but it's an extremely powerful moment. And I think that this podcast and like you said, what we do, what we talk about, the subject matter, it is exactly like that revelatory moment that we all have when we are finally steps enough away from the situation to be able to go oh fuck all that yes. oh my god how like because when you're in it you're like okay well it's not that bad he's not pushing yeah. me down the stairs like it's not that bad but then yeah. once you step away you're like holy shit, shit. Yeah, i yeah, cannot yeah. believe the things i went through every single day and i feel yeah. like she's in finally in that moment right now and that is what we're enjoying that is yes. it is cool you said well maybe not cool but it is it is cool i think it's cool it's powerful i think it's also something that all of us, men or women, anybody who's been in an, an abusive or a toxic relationship, we can all relate to that final, that, that, that moment of like, like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. This I has been, I don't need Not you. under your spell for another uh, yeah. second. I am ready to be done. I don't mm -hmm. need this anymore. Like, this is what she's dealing with. So this is yeah. just for anyone to go, well, she should have done something earlier. You don't know till you're there. None of us have been in that situation yeah. before. None of us. Mm -hmm. But we've all been in relationships, whether it was a, a work situation. We've all been in jobs that we should have gotten out mm -hmm. of way earlier. Familial relationships. Yeah. Romantic relationships. We've all been in situations we should have gotten out of. Agreed. Um yeah, it's awesome. It's, okay. I've enjoyed the hell. I'm in like multiple group texts about it and everybody keeps talking about it and uh and yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's great. I really can't wait to see what happens next. I really, I have a good feeling, but I really hope she comes out on top and, and is able to get her life back. Yeah. It's like, it's like watching those celebrities who've been celebrities their whole life and have gone through really hard times. But I, I, and I feel like a lot of those celebrities, it ends really nasty because whether mm -hmm. in death or something, and it's really sad. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is our one moment when we've seen a pop icon from the, from being a young child. Yeah. She's like grown up, but she hasn't, she hasn't let it. I mean, she, she obviously she's gone through a really dark time, but yeah. this is one of the first times where we've seen them rise above it and hopefully come out better. What are you looking at? I was just, well, we haven't used this platform before, and I was just, for one second, I thought it had stopped recording, but it didn't. I'm just trying to get used to the buttons on the, like, the the buttons on the screen. But yeah, no, I I, I was listening to you the whole time, but yeah, sure, I, sure. It, for a second, I thought it had stopped recording. But yeah, it is, this is the first time we're going to get to see something like this with, hopefully, a happy ending, mm -hmm. and not tragic, like, like what you were talking about, so... Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. I'm very, Speaking very of excited. Tragedy, happy ending. You watched Promising You've been Young telling Woman. Me, you've been telling me to watch this movie from the first time I ever saw the preview for Promising Young Woman. I was like, gotta see that, obviously. Right up my alley. Gotta do it. And then I finally watched it by myself a couple weeks ago. I had totally forgotten to tell you that I watched it. I am Whew. full of so many feelings. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I, well, okay, so right now, I guess, spoiler alert, so anyone listening, don't keep listening <laughs> if you have not seen Promising Young Woman. Pause it. Go watch it. You can stream it. You could. I think I watched it on Amazon Prime. Uh -huh. uh, you can watch it in a few different places, but uh, yes, yeah, so we might have some spoilers for the movie. Uh, I, 
I did not see that ending coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad man. they did that, though. Are you? Yep. I okay, think it- so for those of you who've seen it, you know, you know how it ends. I mean, she's her her best friend was abused, um, raped, raped, and abused by like a whole. It, it, okay, so she was raped at a party in front of a bunch of people. Weren't a bunch of people involved? Yeah, I think that some people said, well, I can't remember if it was either like there was a train ran on her, if it was just one good one guy raping her because she was so drunk. That she, she was so drunk at a party. Yep. And a bunch of dudes were watching and filming. They, yeah, so either way, there were a bunch of guys. And then like the abuse didn't stop because there was a video of it that was like passed around. Everybody called her a slut and they all put it on her and they all said she deserved it. She asked for it. She got too drunk. That's her fault. This and the other. So all that continued until she killed herself. Mm-hmm. And then her best friend like dropped out of law school because of the tragedy and everything else. And then she decides to like get revenge Mm -hmm. yeah and so i think at the beginning of the movie is just her like pretending to be drunk and and letting men take her home or going home with men sorry and then she's like way past the point of consent you know she's right she makes sure that they yeah yeah yeah. that they know it and then when they really push themselves on her then she then she lets them know she's she's actually sober completely sober yeah. And and fl- throws it in their face like I know what you were just about to do. You were yeah. about to rape me. Yeah. Uh, and so she does that, and then eventually, like it goes to the point where she gets to the guy that had raped her best friend. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're at a bachelor party. Of course, his life is beautiful. Perfect. He's some Great. some. He he's very successful. Yeah, his, he's, his, his mm-hmm. wife he's about to marry is gorgeous and perfect, and sure, all sure. his buddies are still all the same buddies that they have been since law school. Yeah, and, there's so much uh, more to the story without us like recapping the entire story, but like that but, last so at the scene. End, well, I, I liked because I think it says something too. The fact that she she does kind of the same thing. Oh, she she poses as a stripper on a special party, and then she has him handcuffed, and then she exposes who she is. He gets one of his handcuffs for me and, and uh, puts a pillow over her head and kills her. And then he's going about his day like the rest of his life, like everything's fine. And I I'm I I love that the movie wrote it that way or the book wrote it that way because it just is a testament to showing how powerful people can get, can get away, away with, with shit. Totally. And I mean, how, the movie was so much symbolism on symbolism on symbolism yeah. on symbolism. And how like there was, like, yeah. But what I didn't like. somebody did something wrong, they if they're powerful enough, they'll get away with here's pretty what, damn close to anything. Here's what I didn't like. This is the biggest thing I didn't like about it. Okay, I love that she was able to, like, that she essentially was a martyr for her best friend and for the movement. Like she allowed herself to be killed. She was, she sacrificed herself because she set it all up beforehand. She, yeah. she took the license plate off her car. She did, she did all this stuff to, to set it all up. She had the, I mean, you could tell cause after she died, there was like all the messages that were all lined up on yeah. the phones to all go to everybody's phones to tell that that dude had killed her and had raped her best friend and, and, college and all this shit she had all that set on a timer so she knew 
going into it that she could potentially die here. She planned. She planned to, to be okay with the fact that if he killed her, that she was still going to ruin his life one way or the other. But that's the thing. I hate that he killed her. I hate it because, yeah, it ruined his life and it got him and all his dirty buddies who all participated in it. Yeah, it got all of them probably prison time. But it she could have saved so many more people's lives going forward as an activist. Yeah. Like, I, yes. Sh- you know what I mean? Like, I hate yeah. that she died for that fucker, like, just for that guy to go to prison. And those guys, like, it's a handful of guys. That happens on such a massive scale all over the world. She could have saved so many more people. I hate that she sacrificed herself for that. I hate it. But it's a movie, and they gotta make I a know. statement. And I like, I like the statement that they were saying, because for a bit, he does just get away with it. And you're like, there's yeah, he, he got to live that freedom again, again, because he'd already gotten away with a violent crime in the past and yeah. was and and now he straight up murdered a girl and his best bud was like, I'll help you cover this up. Come on, we'll just go uh, yeah, burn her in the Schmidt woods from New Girl, which is really oh. messing with my head. All the guys, all the guys that they that they Bo cast Burnham. in this movie, though, Bo Burnham, love? they cast all of the nicest uh, sweetest guys, sweetest goofiest guys, and you're like, all the no. sweetest goofiest guys that for a reason that yeah. Once again, more symbolism on symbolism in that film. They mm-hmm. did an incredible job with that, which was to say it could be anybody, and it is anybody, and it's not always a creepy, grungy uh, guy who's dirty and is stalking you in a parking lot and gets you in a car and murders you and rapes you. Like no rape. And murder and all of that all happened from by normal people, mm-hmm. seemingly normal people, mm-hmm. seemingly likable people. And that's how they get away with it. Because then people mm-hmm. go, yeah, but he's not like in that Brock Turner situation that happened in what, like 2015 or 2016, 2015, whenever, when that guy, that, that swimmer or whatever the hell he was, or lacrosse baseball player, I don't give a shit. Lacrosse. Yeah. It's always a fucking lacrosse mm-hmm. guy. I should have known. But uh, raped that girl and left her behind the dumpster. And she ended up in the the emergency room and all that. Remember mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. whole situation? And then he just got like a few months because the, pres- the judge was like, well, he's got a promising. He's, he's a yep. promising young man. Yep. He's got a future ahead of him. And yeah. I, I, that that's the whole thing is like they they get away with it because people go, but how could it be? It's probably not that bad. There's yeah. more to the story. Or yeah. yeah, he ruined her future and 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 her psyche for the rest of her life and she Yeah. may develop, you know, some a mental disorder from going through all that trauma, but he's got a bright future. He's got a bright future. He made so a we mistake. Can, yeah. So yeah, did he ruin her life? Yeah, but we don't want to ruin his life or ruining her life. Right. He's sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly why they did that. So there were so many things in the film that I loved. I loved the ultimate revenge at the end, but the ultimate revenge would have been her surviving sure. and and getting herself the help that she deserved to get because clearly she was still super fucked up from the trauma she'd been through. Yeah. And then she could have taken all that anger and turned it into a foundation or you, you know, clearly she was highly, highly intelligent. It would have been great 
you know, for her to go it, on and become a lawyer who went helps. against, yeah. you know, who represented victims of rape and mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. in the future. Like, oh, I just could have seen, I know, but it's a movie and it has to be dramatic. But yeah. it, uh, I agree. man, I, I hate that she died. I hate that she died. When I saw when I saw it, she was real, real dead. Like, because I felt I kept thinking for a minute, like she's gonna fake it. She's gonna I fake know. dead under it's... that pillow and make him stop. And then she was dead, dead. And when I saw I've her, seen little... so many movies where people die like that late, lately. And um, oh, I don't like it. I know. Could you just fake death? Can you really die that easy from a pillow? Can't you just make a little a little air pocket? I've been thinking about it too much lately. Can you fake mm. dead? I mean, you could stop moving and make them think that you're dead, I guess. But would you? Because you're trying to, like, at that point, you're literally trying to survive. So if you can't fucking breathe, your body's going to automatically fight. <sighs> Here, this is all I'm going to think about for. I know. I don't see how you could, though. I mean, if you're under a pillow, you're, I mean, you're, you can't breathe. You're suffocating. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I just tried it. Yeah. Yeah, and worse if like I mean he was like on top of her too. So like you're if you're someone's on top of your body, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this is too morbid. This is too I can't do this. This is stressing me out now. But uh yeah. This is so, what my brain does all day. And I see somebody like that, it's all I fixate on for for 2 weeks afterwards. Yeah. I look at a pillow and I'm like this is going to that's the weapon of choice. Uh the hot tub kills the maiden in the bedroom <laughs> with the pillow. I that's what I go through <laughs> in my head the next two weeks that's all i think about oh god yeah that's a that's a lot that's real dark Mm -hmm. real dark yeah jesus christ you're welcome okay um Um, any positive (laughs) jesus uh no Uh, i i mean we've we've still we've got some shows uh, coming up so do we just transition it sure Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, as a reminder, we've got so much merch that people could buy on our website, chudiespodcast.com. But you can also get T-shirts from us that we have in person. All those, all the merch that's on our website, we don't have in person. That's a fulfillment service. So when you order it, they make it and they send it to you. But we've got these amazing T-shirts with our faces on them. Mm-hmm. You gotta get one. We've had nothing but rave reviews. Everyone who's bought one loves it. They say it's a good length. It's a good softness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had someone tell me two days ago that uh, when they're wearing it, sometimes their boobs, our, our faces fold up underneath their boobs. Yeah. I think that's fun. That's fun. If you love us, you could just plaster our faces on your body. If you hate us, mm-hmm. you could morph our bodies into looking yes. like headless trolls on your body. Yes, so you it's could perfect for anyone. Yes. Oh, you could get that. You could get our shirt, cut our faces out, and then just let your your nipples poke through. Oh, very good point. Yeah, yeah, there's all kind of fun things to do. And then like with... the little knives would be close mm-hmm. to your nipples. Yes. So it's, like, it's like kinky. Or no, I think it would actually technically be, it would look like we were stabbing your belly button belly or your button. genitals. Oh, yeah. You could cut yeah. a little hole for your belly button. Yeah. Yeah. It's There's all kind of fun things to do mm-hmm. with the shirts. So you should totally buy one. They are 25 a piece, two for 40. DM us if you want to buy some and we will mail them to you or come to one of our shows. And if we have them with us, we will sell them to you. So uh, there's multiple chances to grab some in person this weekend of t- when you see Catherine. Yeah, I bring I bring my shirt. I bring them wherever I go. They they stay in my car. Um, I yeah, and maybe you should give me some because I don't have any. 
Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We've right. got a uh, uh, I've got shows at Laughing Skull on Thursday at today at 8 p.m. Sure, come to that. And then come, I'll be opening up for Rob Schneider, the hot chick, at Center Stage in Midtown this weekend in Atlanta, Georgia, on Friday and Saturday. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. That's Friday, June to- 25th. Saturday, mm-hmm. June 26th. As yes. a reminder, yeah. yes. Listen to my listen to my agent. Yes. Uh, yeah. And what do you yeah, have, Lace? Um, I've, it's going to be too late by the time this comes out, but yeah, June 25th, Friday, I'll be in Asheville. So if you are in Asheville and you're listening to this or you're near Asheville, uh, come see me at the getaway bar. I'm really looking forward to it. And it's my mom's birthday this weekend. So I am bringing her to Asheville with me and we're going to go to the Biltmore on Saturday. So Very it's not sexy. a show, but it will be at the a Biltmore. Honeymoon. A, a honeymoon. A, mm-hmm. a mummy moon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, there are still tickets available for the current... Laugh Lab stand-up class that I teach. It's a level one. It's co-ed. It's the second co-ed class I've I've had, and they all graduate on Tuesday, June 29th at uh, the Punchline in Buckhead, and that show starts at 8 p.m. There are still like 30 tickets left, so jump online, punchline.com, and buy some tickets to come see it. Lots of chances to see us. Lots of chances to put us on your body. You know, 100% cotton form. That's right. Um, Okay, also, sorry for the spoiler for the film, and uh, sorry for getting a little dark, but you know what? I'm not sorry. I gotta be honest. This is our first, are we we putting this on Patreon? Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna save this, uh, this video recording, and we're gonna, we're gonna figure out, we gotta, I gotta finish, there's like two more things we gotta do on Patreon to make it live. But uh, yeah, we're going to finally release a Patreon. You know, probably one patron will get on there. So mm-hmm. we're gonna, about to do a ton of work pa- for... Patreon. 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 There we go. Yeah, our Patreon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you are a fan of Patreon or you've been looking for ways to support us, but you're like, I don't need another t-shirt in my life, we are giving you more options to support your favorite podcast, Cheaties. And it'll be on Patreon. We'll announce it next week. Uh, so y'all have the specific examples of how to get on there, find us, support us, all that good jazz. But yeah, we're going to start putting these recorded versions, the visual recorded versions of the catch-up episodes on there. Love it. Live it. Uh, I think we're good. Do you have anything Love it, else? laugh it, live it. Love no, it, that's love it. Love it, laugh it, live it. Hey, Stabbies, we love each and every one of you all. Thank you so much. We love you. Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you are good for.